Hey guys, it's me, Corrine, here. Um, today I'm going to be talking about managing motherhood with a chronic disease. Um, so sit back, relax, and take a lesson. Motherhood, <laughs> motherhood is hard. Um, I had a really difficult transition to motherhood. You know, my birth story and whatnot. But I really want to just go into detail about what it's been like to manage motherhood with a chronic and, and debilitating disease. Um, so the first thing I noticed, you know, and I talk about this a little bit in a previous episode, but the first thing I noticed, um, you know, uh, postpartum after I had my daughter was the fatigue. Um, you know, I was still in the postpartum phase. So I didn't really pay it much attention. And so then I broke out in a weird rash on my chest and on my right hip. And again, I didn't pay attention to it because I have struggled with eczema before. Um, you know, and I have really significant food allergies. So it, it just, it could have been something related to that. Um, the one thing that kind of stopped me um, was the pain. Um, I couldn't carry my five-month-old at the time. You know, I was too tired. I was in too much pain. And I was listening to a podcast about health and wellness. I, I forget what podcast it was because I listened to a lot. Um, they said something like, life isn't supposed to hurt. It was something along those lines of like, life isn't supposed to hurt. And, and that stopped me because like for I was thinking, I was like, man, for the past two weeks, you know, I've been in constant pain. And so at that point, I was just like, all right, something is not right. Something's wrong. As a mother, I had a lot of preconceived notions, you know, and let me side note, I, I apologize if my voice sounds funny. I have like a bit of nasal congestion or if my voice sounds a little nasally, I apologize for that. I have some nasal congestion, so please bear with me. Um... But yeah, as a mother, you know, I had a lot of preconceived notions and ideas about how I had to be, um, you know, or what I was going to do with my kids. I knew I wanted to cook healthy, nourishing food for them, and I knew I wanted to homeschool them for preschool. What I didn't anticipate was how much work it was going to be. Um, and it just seemed like I worked myself into oblivion without paying attention to like any of the warning signs that my body was giving me so like fast forward to last fall 2021 you know by this time I wasn't able to cook for my children I wasn't able to bathe them I, I couldn't change my baby's diaper I couldn't even shower unassisted um and, you know I could barely barely walk um I couldn't feed myself because I thought well I couldn't feed myself because um, whenever I swallowed food, I would choke on it. I, be I became severely dehydrated, um, because I would choke on water. Like it was, it was like a drowning sensation, honestly. Like every time I would try to drink water, um, I literally could only drink Pedialyte because there was something about the consistency of the Pedialyte, of ice cold Pedialyte that, you know, I could choke that down without like feeling like I was like choking too much. Um, so yeah, by December, I was surviving on a diet of mashed sardines, blended vegetable soups, and sometimes some smoothies. Um, you know, and I'm not complaining about that. And then because I really, you know, that diet actually, you know, saved my life. Um, 
you know, but that's for another episode. I'm going to talk about that in another episode. But um, during this time, like my daughter, she had learned how to walk just and I was like on the sidelines, like I couldn't help her. Um, so she had learned how to walk. My son started preschool and I couldn't walk him in for his first day. Like I was pretty much confined to, um, we have like a, we have like a set of armchairs. And so I was pretty much confined to like the one armchair in the corner of the room, like, cause I couldn't get up and move really. So I just would sit in the armchair all day. Um, you know, and like by this time I'm going through it mentally. Like I, I really was just like suffering my mental health was suffering, um, you know, and I, I felt like I had to fight for control over the things that I thought um, I did have control over. And like I was argumentative, arguing with people and like, you know, just making people feel bad, alienating family around me, um, you know, and I'm completely dependent on the mercy and the generosity of the people around me. So like, you know, I'm really trying to hold on, but like, it's just like this, this struggle, this like battle, you know, and like mentally it was just so draining. Um, you know, and I'd have to ask my husband to move the high chair or like the packet plate near the little armchair that I was sitting at just so I could be able to like feel my daughter, my baby and be close to her. Like I couldn't, I couldn't pick her up or anything, but like, I would just like put like prop my arms up against the pack and play and just, um, you know, like <laughs> stroke her head. Um, but yeah, I felt, I felt like a failure. I felt like such a failure in my family. I was the healthy one. You know, I was the one who exercises. I, I ate well, or so I thought, you know, the one who, I'm the one who takes care of herself. You know, I, I still struggle with like bouts of you know, anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome in motherhood. Um, you know, I can't really do the things that I took for granted before. Like I couldn't attend my son's preschool graduation ceremony because there were too many complications. Like with my illness, I had to think about like, all right, is it, is it going to be outside? I can't be out in the sun. Can we get there early enough so I can get a spot in the, sh in the shade? Will people be wearing masks? Will I need to, will I, will I be able to walk unassisted by this time? And if not, do they have handicap accessibility in the ceremony area if I need to use my walker? Like, I'm thinking about all these things, you know, and I, I just like, I couldn't risk it. I couldn't attend. Luckily, my son wasn't graduating. You know, he was just a participant. But like next year when he does graduate, like, what am I going to do? I have to think about all these different things. Just to give you guys a small update about just like my disease and my condition right now, like since since May, um, I've I've restarted IVIG infusions. So that's um, immunoglobulin. So I'm using an immunoglobulin product called GammaGuard. So another side note, I just want to let you guys know that I am in here um, now with my children. So they're hanging out. I've got my one-year-old and my almost four-year-old um, and they're watching YouTube and playing in the living room and I'm here with them. So just kind of giving you guys a heads up that there may be some background noise. Um, I also apologize if I am sounding a little muffled. I am currently recording this in a mask 
because uh, my daughter uh, has COVID. And so, you know, we're trying to be as safe as we can. Um, so yeah, um, just bear with me. I'm trying to do this as real life is happening. So yeah, bear with me. So I am using a, an, an immunoglobulin product called GammaGuard. Um, and I've been told that this product causes less reactions in the body. So before I had some problems with the immunoglobulin, um, it really uh, it negatively impacted my heart until we had to stop. Um, so this is supposed to be a little bit less reactive. Um, so far, I've had two infusions, and I'm up walking unassisted. I can sort of lift my arms up, you know, uh, unassisted. Um, I can do light exercise like Tai Chi. Yoga is still pretty difficult um, because I'm unable to, like, get up and down off the floor just yet. I'm just not strong enough yet. Um, I can prepare pre-made food, you know, heat stuff up in the microwave, cut stuff up, make sandwiches, um, pour juice, that kind of, you know, make snack and stuff for the kids. Um, I was even, even able to like wash some of my dishes. So, you know, that's, that's an improvement. Cause like even back in February, I couldn't wash my dishes. I got too tired. Um, I get my infusions once a month over the course of three days. So it used, and they usually take about four and a half hours per day. Um, this medicine, it was really like a game changer. It's been the only thing that has strengthened my muscles. In a previous episode, I discussed my or my um, original with IVIG. Um, at the same time, my doctor wasn't too thrilled about me being so immunosuppressed. Um, so we decreased my medication. So we decreased both my prednisone and my Celsep intake. So I went from... 15 milligrams um, of prednisone to 5 milligrams on a taper. And I went from 3,000 milligrams um, to 360 milligrams uh, cell sept. As a result, my rash and skin issues have slowly started creeping back. So my symptoms slowly started creeping back. So right now, as it stands, I have extremely itchy skin and extremely itchy scalp. I have, my scalp is like peeling and like has like ridiculous like skin shedding and stuff. Um, my skin all over my body is just like red and irritated. Um, my eyes are swollen, so it looks like I'm having uh, an allergic reaction to like food or something. My eyes are swollen, so I look like I have like a raccoon essentially, except for like the black part around the raccoon's eyes is just like the swelling. That's where like swelling and redness is on my face. Um, looks like somebody punched me in the face. <laughs> um, right now, yeah. In fact, if you want to see how bad it looks, um, check out our Instagram at the Mama Struggle. Um, I made a reel uh, recently with like video of my face um, and it, it's just like kind of a candid video, but you know, you can actually see like how bad <laughs> um, my, my skin is and my face is. I've got like patchy skin and like redness and swelling. 
so yeah, I've been struggling with that. Um, I'm back up to 50 milligrams of prednisone on a taper down. Um, my doctor also upped my cell step to uh, 720 milligrams, so I'm taking two pills a day. Um, so what this means is that like, I have to be super careful around my children and not to get, I, like not to catch anything from them. Um, and also like prednisone pretty much makes me a crazy person. So I'm going to kind of have to keep my distance from others and try not to lose my temper. Um, cause prednisone like makes you like super aggressive. Like it's, it's a steroid essentially. And so like just like a person who like injects steroids for like muscles gets like roid rage, like prednisone can give you roid rage and like, I get it really bad. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not fun. That's, that's kind of where I am. I'm trying to mother my children as best I can, but I'm also trying to mother myself. And it, it this is literally the hardest thing that I've ever done. Um, you know, that's why I call it the mama struggle. It's like this beautiful, ugly, messy struggle. If this resonates with you, you have stories or things that you'd like to share about, you know, managing your chronic illness, um, drop me a line. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, mamas and lovers of mamas out there. Motherhood is a struggle like none I have ever experienced. I'm Corrine Santish, founder and CEO of The Mama Struggle, where we promote radical honesty surrounding the good, the bad, and the ugly aspects of motherhood in the 21st century. Take a listen as I share my own reflections on being a mom of two, on being a stay-at-home parent, and on being a fledgling business owner. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. And remember, the struggle is real.